Welcome back to the All Blue New York Giants podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Nolan, and we haven't been here in a little bit. I think two weeks time. We did the preview to the Eagles game, and that was pretty much it. So I apologize. Um, we got a new mic. We got a new setup. We are here. Um, and we're just going to be getting ready to look at the final week of the 2023-24 season. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We're here in 2024 trying to start 1-0. I remember last year we beat the Colts. We started 1-0 in the new year, uh, headed to the playoffs and beat the Vikings. But we are not fighting for a playoff start. You know what? Let's start with our draft position because why not? Um, so the Giants currently have the fifth pick. They are 5-11. and I did make a video, a short, on how the Giants could obtain a top three pick. Um which could happen unless the Giants want to win this game. You know, uh, I think Philly will be contemplating resting their starters, but if they do, they might not win the division so they could get a lower seating. Um, so I think they're not going to rest their starters unless it's like a blowout game. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Sirianni does. I will be in attendance of the game. So we'll have some in-depth footage. I believe it's going to snow during the game too, if I'm not mistaken, it's expected four to eight inches. So that'll be cool. A cool snow game to end the year. So the, yeah, so Chicago has clinched the first pick because Carolina has a two and 14 record. They're the worst team in the NFL, but the next three teams all have four and 12 records. And then the giants are sitting at fifth with a five and 11 record, which the scenarios would be, you know, Arizona to win new England to win. I think it was Washington to win and New England were win for the Giants to kind of move up to the fifth pick. But now Arizona's also five and twelve after they beat the after they beat the Eagles. I was so happy. You know, I love watching the Eagles. You know, lose obviously anybody does. Um, so we are actually looking at possibly. You know, I think we have like a two percent chance to get a, a top three pick, um, two or three, something like that. Because uh, the Giants' strength of schedule is 5-11. So, realistically, uh, realistically, they do win the tiebreaker if, you know, we have the lowest strength of schedule. So, Arizona has the highest. So, if everything's setting done right now, we have 5-11. Uh, Washington is 5-15. New England's 5-18. So we would literally have the second pick right now if we were all at the same record, but we don't. But we don't. So we're just going to have to, you know, move on with that. So that's what the order is looking like right now. We'll probably do – I don't know if I'll do a wrap-up mailbag because I'm going back to school. Uh, But I did – I will be releasing the story of Tyrod Taylor, a new type of uh YouTube video. So make sure you guys go ahead and watch that if you haven't. Um, but let's go over to Saquon. Some news dropped. Saquon wants to be a giant for life. We knew that for a fact. Um, he wants something fair. Makes sense. Uh, if it's not here, hopefully it's some other places, but Barkley did say that he wants to be a giant for life and he wants a fair deal. So there's a possibility we could be saying, seeing Saquon Barkley in the final time as a New York giant on Sunday, which would be the most devastating thing ever. Um, he has 229 carries for 916 rushing yards, four touchdowns, 
in 13 appearances for the Giants. Uh, we're five and eleven. We're eliminated. I really hope Saquon comes back. If he doesn't, that's just going to be another hole. I don't think we'll be good next year if he doesn't come back. I th- I think we'll be better than this year, uh, just depending on who we draft and everything. You know, draft coverage all- is all over the place. Anywhere you look, you see Giants quarterback. We need a quarterback. No, we need a receiver. No, we need a lineman. Lineman like this, that, and the third. Like I don't know. It's just all around. Uh with draft coverage everyone either wants no dj out no devito start no we want a new rookie quarterback no we need a receiver no we need a line like this is very this is very much the most diverse the fan base has been like on who they want uh on the team to be drafted but the giants do have a nice a nice set of picks um because that seattle pick is about like a you know late a middle middle second rounder I think, uh so that should be a decent pick but uh, you know we do have our first pick, you know you can't always be banking on we need a top pick to get a good player no, look at so many people who are drafted after the first round and it's like you know if you have good coaching if you had good scouts you know you're gonna find the guy that you need that's all you need, um. So that's pretty much it for that. A lot of people want Caleb Williams, you know, vote for the, uh, uh Oh, ha, this is hilarious. I saw on Twitter side note, OBJ has rented out a massive yacht known as the spirit of Baltimore. And will be taking the Ravens offensive players on it sometime during some downtime before the playoffs. Then there was a picture of, the boat incident, the boat curse. Um, but anyway, it's also uh, Eli's birthday. So happy birthday, Eli. One of the greatest Giants quarterbacks of all time. Definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, but anyway, yeah, so back to Saquon Barkley. I hope the deal gets done. He's on a franchise tag. We'll see what happens. He was named the Good Guy Award winner on Wednesday, and he spoke about his future as a giant. Um, I don't know. He was the franchise tag next year is 12.1 mil. Um, but I don't think he'll be happy getting franchise tagged again, two straight years. That's basically Le'Veon Belling him uh, to the, towards the end of his career. Cause he is getting a little older, but you know, that shouldn't, he's a good running back. I keep him around. He is 26. Like, you know, I guess you could say they should start running backs should start getting worse and worse this year. Um, but I don't know if that's true. So next one I want to jump into is the New York Giants player stats in 2023. So we're going to look in depth on each player. I just hit the camera. Um, you're right, Rock. So unexpectedly, our leader in passing yards is still Tommy DeVito. Eight games played, 112 completions for 176 attempts, 63.6 completion percentage, 1,087 yards, and eight touchdowns to three interceptions with 36 sacks. Um, so you go, 36 sacks in eight games. Then Tyrod is the least sacked quarterback on the Giants. DeVito has 36, DJ has 30. 
Taylor played 10 games, 93 for 148, 62.8 completion percentage, 1,044 yards. So potentially he could be, Tyrod could be the leader in passing the end of this um, week. He just needs 40 passing yards, 43, and he gets there. Uh, Four touchdowns to two interceptions. Sacked only 16 times. Uh, So you see, you could say that, hey, Tyrod's a more mobile quarterback. He can move around in the pocket. He could also throw it deep. You know, there's a whole lot of arguments that I really don't want to get into. It's just frustrating. It's annoying. You know, having all these arguments about, oh, DJ, you know. I do think DJ, uh, especially during the beginning of the season, your O-line struggles the most probably at the beginning of the season because they don't have a lot of chemistry. The Giants had a whole, you know, different grouping for O-line and, and the chemistry is just not there. So I do think DJ got did not get the benefit of the doubt. He also played against worse team or harder teams, better defenses, in my opinion. Uh, but six games, 108 for 160 for DJ, 67.5 completion percentage, 909 yards, um, two touchdowns, six interceptions, sacked 30 times. So not good. Three different quarterbacks playing for the New York Giants this year, and it's just not good. Uh, I could see why people want to change their quarterback. They want a fresh start again. They're, they're tired of DJ. They're tired of whatever. Um, very unfortunate for him to tear his ACL. I'm, I'm very interested now because, you know, maybe if he finished out the season, he had a bad year. Okay, that's probably a higher likelihood of him coming back as a starter. But him tearing his ACL, you, you've seen a lot of quarterbacks come, come back from tearing their ACL not looking too good. Um, I'm not going to name any names, you know, especially for a mobile quarterback. DJ is mobile and they tried to utilize his uh, mobility last year and it worked for the most part, but I'm very concerned of what's going to happen or do they draft the quarterback? You know, I don't know. I'm very interested for these, for this off season. I do think it's going to be filled with a whole lot of uh, changes. It's going to be filled with some mind boggling moves, but also in the end of the, at the end of the day, we are Giants fans, and we have to support that the people who take their time into doing their job are right. You know, a lot of people are like, we should have drafted this. It's hindsight bias. It, it is. It, you know, it's confirmation bias, whatever bias you want to call it. Like, I hate when they're like, let's look back at the draft. Um, oh, this person should have got drafted here. You know, drafting a player, they don't always turn out good. And, you know, I feel like if you look at different universes and you're like, all right, Giants instead of DJ draft somebody else or they wait to draft Herbert or whatever, whatever you want to say, there's no guarantee that, you know, any guy that they draft are good. Okay. It all comes down to coaching and how well you could coach this player up. A lot of players out of college have great talent. It's just, can you mold that talent? That's all it comes down to. And, uh, can you not screw this kid up? DJ screwed up. You know, I don't care who it was. Uh, Gettleman. Joe, uh, not Joe Shane, uh, Pat Shermer, Joe Judge, Gettleman, you know, Jason Garrett. We had Freddie Kitchens back there as his OC. You know, he's had so many different OCs. And I feel like his, 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 if he came into this coaching staff as a rookie, I think he would be so much better. We saw him throw 24 passing touchdowns his first year. Yes, he had a lot of, he had a fumble issue. He turned the ball over, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, that Pat Shermer, that Jason Garrett offense was so conservative. It just made him take the check down and don't go deep and don't take shots and barely take shots. I do think it really hurt his growth as a quarterback. And now it comes down to 
can it be fixed? Because you see fans going crazy with Tyrod Taylor throwing downfield. You know, his longest pass was 80 yards. DJ was 58 and Tommy DeVito was 41. So that kind of tells you a story. Uh, DJ still added, still had the most yards per game with 151, DeVito with 135, and Taylor with 104. But I do think you got to, you know, I fully support whatever this coaching staff wants to do. I do think if Marvin Harrison's available, whew, whew, Marvin Harrison, you know, so we will see. You know, don't be banking. I I know I made that video on if, you know, this is what the Giants needs to happen to get a top three pick. You know, it, it really doesn't matter about what pick you have. It's a matter of getting what's best for you at the time. You know, it, every year there's busts and there's not busts. So it's, you know, it is what it is. Moving on to rushing. Saquon Barkley needs about 84 yards this game and he'll break a thousand yards once again. Uh, DJ is second in rushing six games, 40 carries, 206 yards and one touchdown. And then it's DeVito, Taylor, Brita, so on and so forth. Uh, receiving wise, Darius Slayton is currently our leading receiver and will most likely finish. He has a 708 yards. That's the fourth time in five years. Darius Slayton is our lead receiver, which he would be great as like a wide receiver too. Uh, Waller, 11 games, 47 receptions. Off 68 targets, 507 yards. So unless Waller gets like 200 yards, which I don't think is going to happen. Darius Slayton's going to finish with it. Uh, and then Robinson, 55 receptions, 440 yards. I do think Robinson can get um, – I do think Robinson next year could be a better player. Also, he's coming off an ACL injury. He's been playing really good. Um, so I do think – that he should be good next year. We just, you know, I don't, I don't even know. We'll, 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 um, analyze talent and break down, uh, this, that, and the third for, uh, the upcoming draft and stuff. That's our top receivers. You know, Isaiah Hodgins underwhelming 16 games played 18 receptions for 194 yards. Thought he would do a little more, but he did not. Um, on the defensive side, Bobby Okereke leading the team in tackles, total tackles with 142. Then it's Xavier McKinney. Then it's Micah McFadden, which very good uh, string there. Um, I didn't even know Jalen Hyatt did have a tackle. Uh, yeah, leading the team with sacks, Kayvon Thibodeau, 11 and a half. Uh, he has been silent for the past couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie. He has been silent. Uh, so I don't know. I think he, he might make a Pro Bowl. I'm not really sure. Usually on losing teams, they don't like to f give guys Pro Bowls. But um, Dex would have four, four and a half. The, the year isn't over with. We do have one more game. So these are subject to change. Um, and then, you know, our revolving door at uh, kicking. Graham Gano was 11 for 17, 64.7 field goal percentage. And he was hurt. Then we had Randy Bullock go five for six. Mason Crosby, three for four. You know, if Mason Crosby hits that against the Rams, you know, we win the game. But this is just what it comes down to. Gillen had an, had an extra point made, uh, which I do – oh, wait. Uh, had a, he had a field goal made. He didn't have an extra point made. Extra points. Bullock was 10 for 10. Graham was 8 for 8. Mason Crosby missed the PAT. So that's that's the stats there. Um, yeah, so the Giants 
we playing Philly, you know, a rival game. You do want to see them win. You always want to see them win regardless, you know, root for them to win. Root for them to win. It's what it comes down to. No matter who it is, whatever, don't care. Let's go Big Blue, a quick podcast here. Make sure to check out my The Story of Tyrod Taylor video, which will be out in a few hours. So until then, I'll see y'all. Let's go Big Blue. And we'll have another video out, I promise you. But let's go Big Blue and let's beat the Eagles on Sunday.